0: yeah, can I get a, Oh yeah, oh yeah, can I get a, You're listening to a mini episode of the Enterprise Now Show, where we change lives through Enterprise. So how does one begin the process of building a pen-holding handwriting
1: robot? <laughs> So, I mean, we we started with an AxiDraw pen plotter, which is basically a machine we bought from China. And then we moved to an auto pen and uh, there was just a lot of issues with an auto pen. An auto pen is basically like what the president used to like sign his name. It wasn't built to do a like high volume, high output, you know, integrated to 2023 software. And then that didn't work. So when we really figured it out about two years into our journey, we're like, we really have to build our own handwriting robot. There's just no other thing to do. Again, I'm a guy who asks questions. I'm not afraid to ask for a meeting.
0: I mean, but you didn't like Google it though, right? Like you didn't Google how to build it. (laughs) No, I started
1: with having lunch with somebody who was in his 50s, who's built a successful business and said, hey, this is my problem. This is what I'm trying to do. Like, what do you think I should do? And the guy introduced me to, I didn't even know, I thought engineers were just like people at home. Like he introduced me to an engineering company. Well, I was like, oh, there's actually like engineering companies here in Phoenix. So I went and talked to that guy and we went through what they call a phase zero. A phase zero is basically you tell them your idea, you show them you know, what you're trying to do. They dig into it, research it, build you a plan and give you a quote. And I did that 14 times because this, I knew this project was gonna, I mean, we spent over 800 grand on this. I knew this project was going to be like such a big, yeah, we have no loans, no debt, no investors. This is all customer funded. So it's like, we could not afford to miss. So I went through that process 14 times. Again, I have a sales and athletic background. Like I was afraid to make the wrong decision. So what I did was I would take phase zero, number one, take their name off, their numbers off, and I would take it to a different engineering company and say, hey, here's like an idea. We're working with another engineering company. This is the project we're trying to build. Will you quote it for us? So, you know, will you go through a phase zero for us? And we did it 14 times. And we just kept handing it back and forth. We give it back to somebody like, hey, I have some questions. What do you think about this? And eventually, you know, after... I mean, I, it was months. It had to be like seven or eight months. I don't remember, but we finally got comfortable with somebody. You know, somebody as you go through the process, you learn what better questions to ask, right? So you get better answers, right? So I didn't just go talk to one person and, and jump in with two feet, right? Like it just ask, get feedback, ask, get feedback, ask, get feedback until you're ready to pull the trigger. Yeah. How did you have such confidence that it would work? <sighs> so the robot or this company? The company. I believed in it from day one. I grew up without a cell phone. I got my first cell phone at 16. So, I mean, I grew up receiving handwritten notes. When I got recruited to college, even when I was getting recruited by agents to the NFL, I always received handwritten notes. And I I always thought the people who sent me a handwritten note, like they just were so much more impactful on me. And I remember them and they stood out. And then it was just like the era we were living in. It was all a digital era. I actually tested this as a medical sales rep, and like that's where the pure, real entrepreneurial seizure happened. When we got that, actually draw pen plotter, I pulled a like a list offline, a free listing service of 500 clients I was not working with when I was still a medical device, and I sent out 500 handwritten notes. It took me about a month to write them. It was a really painful process but um, out of those 500 handwritten notes, I had a $50,000 a month quota. Sold $280,000 in new sales. These doctors were like calling me and like, Hey, for first Rick, thanks for sending this handwritten note. Like that's cool. No one does this anymore. Like this like package or product you're selling sounds cool. Let's book a lunch and talk about it. So like as a sales rep, if your customer's calling you and saying, Hey, I'm ready to buy. Like you're doing something right. So like, my whole business, my whole company was going nuts. My VP of sales is like, Rick, what's you? what are you doing? Like you literally have more than 5X your, your quota. It was an incredible, like mind-numbing, explosive entrepreneurial seizure moment. Like that's when I, I mean, that's when it started. But you know, we live in a digital era. Everyone's doing the same thing. Everyone's doing email. Everybody's doing phone calls. I was the same rep doing the same thing, knocking on doors, trying to book a meeting, doing the same thing. And this was just a way for from first world experience, like seeing how it worked, I was like, this is an opportunity. Like if we can help client or like people engage their clients in a more personal way, they're going to have the same results. And it's just evolved over then over, over time over the last five years. Thank you so much
0: for listening. If you got value from the show, all I ask is that you share it with one other person you think would also enjoy the content. And we would love to connect with you on social media as well. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net.